0: From the Nifty Studios and Norcolepsy Productions comes a dreamlike episode of Tales from the Trenches, dramatizations of cases ripped from the advance sheets. Today's episode, the mystery of the sleeping juror. It's a dark and stormy night as we join private eye Dick Marlowe drinking alone. It was late. I was in my office looking for the answers to my problems in the bottom of a yoo bottle. It was like fishing in a mud hole on a rainy day. I was so absorbed by the brown sediment that I didn't hear the door creak open.
1: Mr. Marlowe? I hope I'm not disturbing you. I didn't know where else to turn.
0: You shouldn't sneak up on people. It's a good way to find yourself full of lead. She was a classy dame, the kind of woman that orders a big meal and takes small bites. But I could tell she had troubles. They were written on her face like a big dark print of the headlines in tomorrow's newspaper. So I asked her, Well, ma'am, what brings you to my office on such a night?
1: Better if you lowered your gun, Mr. Marlowe. I'm perfectly harmless.
0: Yeah, we'll see about that. Can I get you a drink? You, Coffee.
1: I'd better not. Caffeine does things to me.
0: Well, shoot yourself. I had a feeling she was just being modest and that she could handle her caffeine like a sculptor handles clay. But I wasn't in the mood to be molded into a vase. So spill it, sister. Who are you? What's on your mind?
1: My name is Trixie. My husband Grayson is in big trouble.
0: Married, huh? Just my luck. Well, go on, Mrs. Uh... uh...
1: Oh, please, just call me Trixie. Well, you see, Grayson... My husband, he was a juror in a criminal case, and it just must have been an awful bore. Such drudgery, you know? And on the second day of trial, he just sort of rested his eyes and put his head down for a spell while a policeman was testifying. You know how tedious trials can be.
0: Sure, sure. It must be so dull to have the responsibility of determining a person's guilt or innocence like waiting for ice to melt on a cold day.
1: So you do understand. Anyway, there was this horrible attorney, and she just tattled on poor Grayson. She told the judge that Grayson's eyes were closed and his head was down. And not just that, but other jurors elbowed Grayson to try and wake him.
0: Sounds awful. So what happened?
1: Well, the judge had all the jurors except poor sweet Grayson leave. Then the judge asked him if he fell asleep and if he heard everything. Of course, Grayson told the judge he thinks he heard everything. Then the judge asks if he's sure, and Grayson said he was. Then that rude judge lectured Grayson and told him that he can't sleep during trial. Can you imagine? As if that weren't enough. Later that day, the judge asked Grayson again, if he heard everything, and Grayson said he was reasonably confident that he did not miss anything. And can you guess what happens next?
2: I was there. I'll tell you what happened.
0: Of all the offices in all the towns in the whole state, she had to walk into mine. All right, ma'am. Who are you?
2: I'm juror number three. But you can just call me Polly.
0: Polly was tall, with eyes that would pierce your heart if you told a lie. She was all business, like a man in a suit who's late for a meeting.
2: That's right. I sat right next to Grayson, that big, slumbering luckhead. <gasps> How dare you! Oh, spare me the theatrics, Trixie. Why, Grayson just couldn't stop yapping about how you kept him up all night jitterbugging. Since when is it a crime to cut the rug with your man? It's not, except he was so worn out, the poor dear, couldn't keep his eyes open the next day at the trial, and so the defense attorney made a motion to remove Grayson as grossly unqualified because he was sleeping during the police officer's testimony. Well, the judge just denied that motion.
0: So Grayson stayed. Was that the end of it?
2: Oh, no, Mr. Marlowe. It happened again two weeks
1: later. They picked on Grayson again. It's just so unfair.
2: Police, Trixie. Stop the waterworks. You made him take you out again.
1: Oh, well, it was my birthday. We went to see Charlie Parker at the Stork
2: Club and, well... You know, (laughs) birthdays. You kept him out so late that the next day at trial, Grayson fell asleep again. Oh, how he struggled to stay awake during summations, poor dear. But then, during the judge's instructions, well, he just couldn't hang on anymore. Oh, don't say it. Don't be so cruel. Mr. Marlowe needs to hear the truth.
0: Yes, that would be refreshing like a dip in a spring-fed lake on a hot afternoon.
2: I saw it all. How, during the judge's final instructions to the jury, Grayson, oh, it's just too horrible. He had his head fully back, his eyes closed, and his mouth dropped. Then, all of a sudden, he jolted upright. Oh, you heartless vixen! Well, the defense attorney asked for Grayson to be removed from the jury again. Thing he had fallen asleep, or at least he was extremely sleepy.
1: But the judge questioned Grayson again, and that sweet man said he heard everything the judge had said and that he understood more or less what the judge was saying. And Grayson said that he knew he could send out notes for clarifications.
2: Oh, sure. But when the defense attorney said she had more questions for Grayson, the judge didn't let her ask them. Then Judge denied the application and kept Grayson on the jury. So we all went back, and then we voted and convicted the defendant. Oh, well, all's well that ends well, I guess. You would think that. But now there's an appeal, and all our hard work was for nothing because the conviction was reversed because of you making Grayson sleepy. Oh, no, that's impossible. Oh, really? Here's the decision.
0: Let me see that. Hmm. It says here that under CPL 27035, removing such a juror is allowed when it becomes obvious that a juror possesses a state of mind that would prevent the rendering of an impartial verdict. And a juror who has not heard all the evidence is grossly unqualified to render a verdict. Further... The trial court must question each allegedly unqualified juror individually in camera and in the presence of counsel. And counsel should be able to participate, and there should be a probing and tactful inquiry into the situation. Now, generally, the trial court is accorded latitude in making its findings pursuant to CPL 27035.
2: So, Sweet Grayson is safe! Oh, you silly girl. That's not at all what the court said. The appellate division found that the trial court did not conduct a sufficiently probing and tactful inquiry of Grayson. In fact, Grayson was never asked if he had fallen asleep or was sleepy, and he was never asked about counsel's specific observations that his head was back with his eyes closed and mouth dropped. My poor little lamb! And the trial judge never followed up with Grayson about his equivocal statement that he was more or less... Understood the jury instructions.
0: And all that leads directly to the appellate division's conclusion that there was not a sufficient inquiry of Grayson to support the trial court's decision that he was not grossly unqualified to serve as a juror. Seems we'll have to try the case again.
1: Oh, this all seems so frivolous, so harmless.
0: You're wrong, sweetheart. This error is not subject to harmless error analysis. An impartial jury is an essential constitutional right, like a good Scotch with a rare steak. So in the future, make sure allegedly unqualified jurors are fully examined by the court and counsel to avoid this situation.
2: Oh Grayson, I'm so sorry. Oh please, give it a rest. And while you're at it, let Grayson rest too. You are wicked.
0: This has been another thrilling episode of Tales from the Trenches. This episode was based on People vs. Mentor, decided on February 8th, 2023 in the Second Department. This case and all of the related statutes and case law are available on the Tales from the Trenches page on Prosecutor's Encyclopedia. This episode was written, produced, directed, and performed by your friends here at Nipty. And remember to tell all your friends about us. And subscribe to the Nipty Podcasts wherever you get your podcasts, except Spotify. We aren't on Spotify yet. So be sure to join us next time on Tales from the Trenches when we hear...
2: Mr. Marlowe, another juror has fallen asleep.
0: Ollie, I have a feeling that this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Until next time.